this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey girls, Maria Menounos here, author of The Every Girl's Guide to Life. Want to know my best tips and secrets for organization, travel, weight loss, beauty, fashion, and everything else in between? Go to bing.com slash Maria and pick up my new book, The Every Girl's Guide to Life. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is AfterBuzz TV for Justify. Tonight's host is Phil Svitek. Joining Phil will be AfterBuzz co-hosts John Coverford and Stuart Lill. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest justified news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues... Phil Svitek! Welcome, welcome, everybody. What an exciting episode entitled Full Commitment, and they fully committed to this one. Um, We saw Raylan's Quest for Justice, and we saw Boyd's Quest for Justice. But before we get into any of that, um, I do want to say, first thing is first, you guys have heard that uh, Stuart Lill was plugged into the intro, and I wanted to leave him in the intro because... He was supposed to be here, but he had a family emergency, a death in the family. Obviously, always tragic. And so I want him to know that um, our hearts are out there for him. Yes, our thoughts and prayers go to Stuart and his, and his family, and we hope they find peace of mind during this challenging time. And um, we, we hope, hope to see him back as soon as we can. Yes. Um, unfortunately, um, he will not be back for this season of Justified as um, he's also going to graduate. Yes. From uh, Emerson College. Absolutely. Our Stu is so grown up. Yeah. Yes, he is. But uh, what a what a mixed time of happiness and sadness. Stu, I hope you're dealing with it um, well. And if, you know, you have here all of us from After Buzz, if you need us. Um, second thing, um, we are broadcasting a bit earlier today. Um, because we have a few events to go to. Um, the lovely Maria Menounos, our network exec has a book out, 
um, the Every Girl's Guide to Life, as you guys heard her say, and um, she's doing a book signing, and so we are all attending here. It's in Los Angeles. At, it's at the Book Soup, for those of you who live in Los Angeles. Um, for those of you who don't, check out bing.com slash Maria for her tour dates and try to catch it mm-hmm. at a city near you. And Book Soup, that's uh, 8818 Sunset Boulevard, I believe. Yes, West Sunset. West Sunset, well. I don't even know how they that fully works. Sunset Boulevard, 8818. But check it out. Yes, yes, indeed, for those in Los Angeles. So, But um, for the next, for the final two se- episodes of this season, we will be back at a regular time, 3 p.m., for those of you out there. And uh, by the way, pick up the book. It's it's for everyone, guys and girls, and uh, try to pick up the book. It's actually been selling out like crazy. They can't print it fast enough, so hopefully you'll get a copy. But, uh, you know. Uh, just a few other things real quick. Um, April 29th, we will be doing the live coverage of The Royal Wedding on uh, Ustream.tv slash TV, And that is, in fact, where you can catch all of our live shows, um, whether audio podcasts such as this one or um, our video podcast. And uh, for those of you who don't care for the video, there is always our website, www.afterbuzztv.com where you can listen to all our shows and see all the shows that we're doing. There's, of course, iTunes where you can download and subscribe to our shows, your favorite shows from AfterBuzz TV. And certainly, um, last but not least, is the Stitcher app, which is a free application, and it's for anyone on the go. It's, it's like the iTunes for people on the go, and you can listen to us on there. And actually, uh, we, we talked about this on our Archer show yesterday. It's actually very easy. You just go to sources, and um, you'll see AfterBuzz right there. Since alphabetically, we're we're pretty high at the top. We're mm-hmm. we're like just a little bit below um, some people. We're very easy to find. <laughs> so uh, so we made a smart choice. In- we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. That, um, location, 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 always. That's right. So no one goes stealing our spot. Um, name your... If you, if you, We encourage other people to do podcasts, but please call it like Z or something. You know? Yeah, call it Z. Um... Anyways, that takes us to our amazing episode and uh, a couple of surprises today. Oh, absolutely. Let's start with Boyd because I don't want to get yeah. into Braylon's story just yet. Right. Um, and uh, we we had predicted that Boyd would be doing something big and boy is, it's pretty big. He's yeah. He's a master. Boyd has decided to take over. And you thought he would build an army, but I like the fact that he... <laughs> His little makeshift army. Yeah, well, that's the way it's going to be. It's going to be ragtag, but you know, then they'll get they'll get the whole army afterwards. Yeah, and yeah. He's got a guy in a wheelchair. <laughs> he's got a hobbled guy, <laughs> and then I forgot the, uh, the the third guy's name. But but you know what? Ent- rightly entitled this episode, fully committed. Yep, full. Com- you know these guys are. They're going to take over the county. And so it doesn't matter. One guy's in the wheelchair. Nope. One guy's wobbling around. Um, totally I love the committed. quote of um, when they're speaking with the guy. Yeah, Raylan took off the uh, the ankle bracelet. That's right. Raylan took off his father's ankle bracelet. And he says, oh, yeah? Well, so he says he can get around. He goes, well, how about that leg? Can that get around? And all you see is him move it. And you know, uh-oh. 
he's not as bad as we think he is. I mean, he's not as, not hurt, as good as we not think. As, not as hurt as we think he is. Yes. And um, but it is his uh, downfall because Dicky recognizes it later. Yes, indeed. Quite unfortunate. It's always. I've seen it before, but uh, it still hit me pretty tough of like, really? Oh, come on. Why? Not the leg. Why did you have to show the leg? Why yeah. is this? Um, you know what? I got to give Dickie credit on that one for actually picking that up. I've always called him the dumb son. Yeah, but he seemed pretty bright. I mean, he was, he's, you know, for, for a guy, well, obviously Coover was the dumb son, but uh, by comparison, I guess uh, Dickie's a genius. But uh, I was surprised, too, that he picked on it so quickly and uh, knew exactly who it was. How many people in Arlington County could have a limp? But he knew right away, apparently. Because of their connections. Yeah, I guess so. And, uh, by the way, John pointed this one out to me. So the first scene we get with Boyd, um, he's in bed with Ava. I was looking at Ava. (laughs) So I didn't catch this. But, John, give us your observation. Uh, well, after I finished looking at Ava, uh, I noticed uh, Boyd's arm, which has a swastika tattoo on it, which I was not – it was, it took me uh, off guard. I didn't even think uh, that, about that. But I, when I saw that, whoa, that just went – I just went, wow. I did not see that coming. I, I don't know why. I didn't expect it. It kind of threw me for a loop, and I went, whoa. Um, yeah. Why do you think he would have it? Uh, why do I think he would have it? Yeah, no, I, mean, I didn't. Have, I didn't think he would have it. That's why it kind of caught me off guard. I mean, is there? But looking back on it now, is there any indication where? Okay, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Or is this uh, not for me? I didn't. I. I, I didn't again because I didn't expect it at all. I, there was nothing in my history uh, that I had seen with Boyd. I should say uh, that would lead me to believe that that would be a tattoo that he would wear, or mm-hmm. that he had those kind of proclivities. Interesting. And do we think so? Then is that going to come back more? I mean, they. Didn't necessarily draw attention to it, but they stayed on. Yeah, that but show. it was huge on his arm. Yeah. How could you miss it? I mean, uh, I mean, I I would think that it, there were. Is that uh, just the real actress tattoo? <laughs> no, I don't believe so. <laughs> At least it wasn't in a couple other movies I've seen him in. He's never had that. Okay. But they, uh, I, they're obviously making a statement with it. I mean, you can't you can't be that big and you not want to make a statement with it. I mean, you, you rarely whip out the swastika unless you're trying to uh, convey something. Yes, indeed. It's always interesting. Um, I mean, I'm a fan of neo-Nazi movies, not because I'm a neo-Nazi, but there's something that intrigues me about the subject and sort of that mentality of, like, Mm -hmm. why. And um, so I'm interested in seeing what kind of a, if he isn't a full neo-Nazi, what kind of a neo-Nazi he is. Yeah, it would be interesting. Because, you know, I had to tell you, when I I first saw it, I went, oh, man, because I I didn't want that. I kind of like Boyd. I like him as a character because I maybe because I haven't seen all the bad stuff he's done. I don't know, but uh, then I saw that and I was like, "Oh, damn! He has to be a Nazi, does he really?" Well, I mean, if you look at uh, there's a great movie. Um, it's actually one of Ryan Gosling. I believe it's his first feature. Um, it's called The Believer, and he mm-hmm. plays a neo-Nazi, and uh, he's actually very likable in that movie. Yeah. So you know, it's going to be interesting to see if they kind of take that of like, okay, yeah. so he's a neo-Nazi. What are you gonna do, man? Still a great character. Yeah. But, uh, oh, nice, no, great character. But I, I just went, ah, oh, damn! I can't now, now. Now I just can't. I don't feel like I can root for him anymore. Not like I did. I don't know why. It's just, that's just what came up for me. Maybe, maybe that was. You know what? Maybe that was sort of the thing of like, okay, now we're gonna turn. It, we're gonna show more of his dark side, so he'll be a bad guy. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, 
because they've done a nice job of humanizing him. Oh yeah, they did a great job. Yeah. And so now, and I mean, you know, and and it was coupled with him. The when you see it is when he is in bed with Ava. Yeah. So I mean, so okay, how do you how do you sort of switch that now? I think as we're sort of going into these last two episodes, you know, we we need to sort of dehumanize him. Well, what's the quickest way to do it? Um, show don't tell. Mm-hmm. There you go. Perfect. Uh, in in two seconds, we had it. Yeah. He's a neo-Nazi, and that is associated with all that is bad. So Does I that think, mean he's going to have to get a buzz cut? Because he can't lose that hair. Yeah, he can't, you can't no, lose that hair. No, nah, the, the, the neo-neo-Nazis, they don't need a buzz <laughs> the cut. No, it's true. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. a lot of them, okay. it, the, the whole like association with skinheads being neo-Nazi, you don't necessarily need to be a skinhead to be a neo-Nazi. Okay, well, you, I think you're up on it more than I am. So I'm just, you know, I'm just saying... Um, I try to do my research on all, I know, I all appreciate things. That. That's why I turn to you for all my neo-Nazi news. <laughs> yes. Well, just kidding. <laughs> again, Ryan Gosling, The Believer, yeah. very good movie. Yeah, I'm sure. But um, and just like uh, American History X, you know. Yeah. I, there's just something so fascinating about those types of people who have such strong and actually intelligent arguments. I'm not saying they're right. But nonetheless, they can articulate it, which mm-hmm. is the scarier part is the fact that they can actually articulate yeah, their views, yeah. even though they're not necessarily right. But, um, yes, so I loved, by the way, I loved the set of, of the weed dealership. Oh, yeah, where the, the, where the break-in and have the, I guess, the robbery occurs. Do you mean that part? Yes. In and the shack I, again? And we, 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 uh, Back in the pot shack. Yes, and we commented on it last week of like, yeah. okay, it's so easy to get to <laughs> exactly. Place. We did comment on that. People just show up, yeah. But but they, I think they they, they answered that by saying back in the day when uh, Boyd's father was running the, the county, uh, anybody who wanted to do a deal back there had to have uh, Bo and Arlo with them. Otherwise, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they might get hijacked. So they're they're um, obviously they think. Uh, uh, they're safe in not having security around these things because nobody wants to mess with the Bennett boys because they know if they do, they're going to get killed. Yeah. Which is why, you know, when they break in, there's just, there is no security pretty much. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why Dickie says right afterwards, okay, we have to hit back. We have to hit back hard and we have to hit back now because otherwise, you know, our reputation's nothing and people think they can just steal from us without repercussion. Yeah. So they did answer that. Although it does seem kind of funny that there's no dog, there's no <laughs> lock, there's nothing. Just waltzing right into a shack. Yeah, you think they totally at least got a dog? Yeah, you think, think that. that? Yeah, you think at least a dog, so you could be warned that someone was coming. But no, no, we're glad you don't have a dog because I actually hate people that just kind of leave their dogs, you know, that have pets yeah. just like that for the mm-hmm. sole purpose of that because they don't necessarily take care of them at right. all. But um, yes, if they were, that would have been a good precaution. That would have been the. But uh, yes, as we noted. Um, Dicky sees that it is uh, Raylan's dad yeah. limping out, and I, I like the way they filmed that too. They caught that because it's pretty subtle. I mean, you didn't really see him. You know, he didn't do a double take or anything like that. It was just yeah. just a little bit of a note that yeah he noticed that. Yes, indeed. So, and um, by the way, so speaking of sort of, we got to hit back. We got to hit back. Um, we have Dicky's army. 
Dickie's army. So we see the Boyd's army and then Dickie's army. None of them look really well equipped, well staffed. No. <laughs> so what kind of war are we going to get? In? And then it, later on, we saw Mags's arm. Well, the making of Mags's army when 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 Raylan goes to meet her, mm-hmm. she's got the, a, a, referred to as the Oak Ridge Boys. What are they doing here? So we get to see these all these other people involved, and this is the ragtag crew that's going to be. I'm sure there are others involved, but this is all we get to see. We got to get involved, Sean. Yeah, we got to get into that. Whose side are you on? I don't know. This is a tough one. I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna go on Boyd's. You know, well, Boyd's a crazy one, so I, I mean, I, I enjoy watching that. He's got a hot girlfriend. He seems like he's got, yeah. I'm gonna go with him. But Dicky, I'm telling you, he, that guy's he's going off half cocked everywhere. Yeah, well, I don't. Know. I just still think he's as dumb as he is stupid. <laughs> yeah. So not as dumb as Gary though. Gary's dumber. But did you see him? Did did you see? It? Okay, when those two guys. Okay, after they get hit at the shack, Dickie's telling his boys, "All right, we got to hit him back." Mm-hmm. And then the two decide to quit. The two muscle heads decide, "Okay, that's it. I'm out." Yeah. Did you think he was gonna kill him? Um, I thought he was gonna do something in the moment, and then when he got confronted, that kind of eased the tension of like, yeah. okay, he's just gonna kind of let him go. He's going to be pissed off. But one of the things that um, sort of watching more and more of these types of shows slash movies is that what people hate most of all is when you get out. And and so Dickie's not going to let him go. No, now, once well, you're, in, you're in for life. Yeah, and he was just talking about reputation and what kind of reputation do you have if you're just going to let people come in and out of your gang for yeah. you know, whatever they want. And it's, and it's their reasons that they can do that, not yours. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I knew something was going to happen, but I didn't expect that to happen. And then I just, uh, you know, he was the guy who stayed. I can't. I think it was Jed, I believe, who he hired last yeah. week. You said you are going to have to get your hands dirty. Well, looks like he's going to have to get his hands dirty because he's going to have to dispose of those bodies somewhere. Yeah, fortunately, I have it planned out like uh, Gary's boys with the with the paint and the. Yeah, exactly. They, yeah, now those guys are thinking ahead. That's what I like. That's organization. That's scheduling. That's right. That's experience. That's right. Get but, some plastic and some garbage bags. Come on. Nonetheless, Dicky, you know what? Uh, he definitely stepped it up this this week. Oh yeah, they made that. I mean, this guy's ready for war. I think he's really pissed off that he didn't get his, what was due him, according to him, uh, from uh, his mom, Mags. Uh, so he's ready to take over, and he's he's not doing it just for show. He's really doing it. Or yeah. wants to anyway. And I just love. I mean, I love. I love Dicky just the way he looks. I mean, the hat. Oh yeah. His skinniness. Yeah. Um, the beard, everything. Just yeah. his whole demeanor. Yeah, yeah, and he's got this great little rhythm when he's talking, and he has this kind of halting speech pattern. I'm, I'm kind of accidentally imitating it at the moment. <laughs> I'm yes. Well, uh, it's interesting too because he, uh, when he was sort of assembling his crew, that he eventually killed off pretty much he said uh coover could fight but he didn't need to right well now it seems that dicky can fight and he yeah. does need to yeah he's gonna have to so interesting contrast right there all right um that's an omen for those of you who love Stu. <laughs> yeah thank you uh maybe not so much an omen as much of a foreshadow or something <laughs> but um and then we sort of end this storyline with um when we end up back at the house and uh with Helen. Yes, and she she had the line earlier in speaking with Ava saying um let's see. You can't, you can't tell, tell what, what you, what don't, you don't, know. don't know. Yeah. And uh unfortunately, it doesn't matter. 
Yeah, because now she can't tell anything. See, and I didn't see that one coming at all. I, I didn't. Because usually they, they keep the ladies out of it, especially when the ladies don't know what's going on. And Dickie, I guess, has decided to really cross the line. Yeah, well, new sheriff's in town. Yeah, and, you know, what a... We got new rules, baby. Yeah. I didn't like the... Again, I didn't like... I mean, it's great TV because it's great conflict and everything like that, but it's like, damn, I like that character. She's gonna, I'm sure she, she liked the character. I know, too. no kidding. She was giving motherly counsel to Ava. I mean, this was good stuff, man. And and now, boom, gone. Damn, I hate that. That's it. She, well, she just had to go. But I know, but that's, I mean, you know, looking at that, I'm going, that's, in some respects, it's risky for a show. You've got a great character that does great work. And and then, oh, no, we're just going to get rid of you. We'll bring somebody else in when we need something. I mean, uh, Mad Men was kind of criticized for doing that, but they did it right. Um, tons of shows have kind of done that. And uh, I was actually listening to uh, AMC's Breaking Bad podcast, and uh, mm-hmm. they talked about how they were going to kill off uh, Aaron Paul's character of Jesse mm-hmm. in the first season. They're like, oh, no, we can't do that. So it's interesting how yeah, you know, they, sort of people choose which characters to kill off. Yeah, But um, yeah. I guess they want to really bring uh, Arlo back in. Yeah. And then, therefore, the father-son thing going on, because I'm sure Arlo and Raylan are going to be. But, I mean, story-wise, I mean, does it make sense to you of, like, okay, well, how do you get this, how do you get Raylan and um, Arlo and all these guys really, really pissed off while you you cross the line? Yeah. And, and you know, that's definitely crossing the line. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, and we've definitely entered the negation of the negation, do you think, or no? <laughs> Sure. All right. How no, so, wait, John? By no, the way, no, I'm negating the negation of the negation. That's what I'm doing right now. All right. And for our viewers out there who aren't so inclined in uh, script writing, what does that mean? Uh, I'm going to let you explain it. You do it better. All right. Um, well, uh, so here's how I learned it. There's um, there's four values. And so let's say there's um, truth, right? The value of truth. Mm-hmm. And um, or... Let's say let's say justice, right? Well, Since the show's called Justified. So there's um there's the truth, there's the contrast, the contradictory, and then the negation of the negation. Mm-hmm. So what is um what is the contrast to justice? Kind of uh like what let's say and it's not necessarily it's not contrast in the sense of uh full like um different. It would be like white lies, right? Right. Or yes. something ambiguity. like that. Ambiguity. Ambiguity. Yeah. Um, the contra- the and then there's the not yes the, the contradiction um, would be injustice yes and now the negation of negation takes that one step further where it's um, injustice masked as justice mm-hmm. and so in the case of justified um, I think uh, we've sort of entered negation and negation where especially for Raylan which who we'll get into in a moment who's definitely I mean, he is taking justice and masked in so many ways. <laughs> Twisted it. Well, and again, there's what kind of what kind of justice are we talking about? Are we talking legal justice? Are we talking street justice? I mean, what kind of? I mean, justice. I believe justice in the way we would normally see justice. As, mm-hmm. You know. Um, so I think he's he's definitely in negation. Yeah. Well, that presumes that we all agree on what justice is. Well, we don't. Which is why, which is why it, um, writing has become so hard. I mean, yeah. how, do you, how do you speak about love and all yeah, these values exactly. if no one really agrees with There's them? There's no general. 
that's accepted a, principle. Yes, that's uh, for you writing buffs out there mm-hmm. and storytelling buffs. Um, but yes, uh, I think she story wise she had to go because you know I mean you you always have to elevate the stakes and uh, you know it was the way to go. Well, it certainly did that. Yeah. Whether or not it could have been done in a different way, or I'm mean, sure there are plenty, of, there are hundreds of ways that you could have done it, but they chose that road, and that's the way. Uh, that's what they did, and uh, it's certainly going to stir well, what, the pot. Well, what, again, um, to their credit, uh, going back to the uh, the neo Nazi tattoo with one image, we knew, oh my god, we we got pissed off at Boyd a little bit, right? With this, with one image, I mean, we cut to the outside of the house, we yeah. see through the lights, and we see. Um, to flash flash of gunshot, yeah. yeah. With that image, we were like, what the... Yeah, that's great. But here's my question, and just posing it to a writer. Because, yeah, that is the easiest, quickest way to stir the pot and to elevate the stakes. But it's also the easy way out. Well, cliches work. That's what a cliche is. Yeah, but I'm I'm just saying, I mean, it would have been interesting to see them do the same thing of elevating the stakes in a different way. Well, I mean, here's here's the thing, too, for me. Um, yes, I think a lot of times you sort of... I mean, there's the definition of genre is a convention, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that, that, that this is part... This is what makes um, a sort of this kind of genre. But at the same time, you can take what you would think are cliches and put them in such a context that they take on such a huge meaning and still have that significance. I mean, the, the reason why... Uh, cliches work but the reason uh, they lose meaning over time because um that's just what happens with most things over if like i tell it's you a familiarity joke. breeds contempt in some respect if you keep yeah. seeing the same cliche it's like yeah yeah whatever yeah. I see and if before. i hear like the, you know uh same thing with like the easiest example is like a joke if i tell you a joke it's funny the first time it was kind of funny the second time and the third time you're over you mm-hmm. know it's um uh, what's the what's the term it's um the cave not the cave of meaning but um uh, uh law of diminishing returns oh. Law of diminishing returns. So after the more you say it, the less significant sure. it becomes. But in this case, um, they built such a nice context around it that it did feel new, right? And not cliched. No, I mean, oh, so okay. You're a writer, then you're a script doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, what would be an alternative? Oh well, I mean, I don't have one offhand because I wasn't really thinking that way. Uh, I'm sure there is, but I think it, it's just a more difficult road to go down is to create that without killing her. It's the easier. I'm just saying it's the easier way to do it by killing her. But uh, I commend, yes, it's easier, but it, in many ways, think of it, though, story-wise, it's it, it's not because, I mean, you just got rid of, like, an amazing character that we all love, you know? And that hits deep. Well, I'm not saying that that's not difficult. I'm just, because uh, obviously you're going to have to fill that void somehow, but they will. I mean, that's what writers do. They figure it out. That's what we do. Uh, I'm just saying it's an easier road to create that, uh, to raise the stakes by doing that. I'm not saying it's uh, easy to get rid of a character. I'm just saying it's a, I think it's a more challenging w- uh, to try to do it by keeping that character and still putting them in jeopardy or still raising the stakes. That's a more difficult task to do. I don't know if you can afford to do that in a TV show because you've got to get to it and, and move on. Yeah. Well, uh, but, 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 okay, now, but switching gears, but it's still speaking to the Helen uh, character. What I thought was interesting, and I, and I thought it was a an omen or a portent or whatever, a foreshadow. foreshadow. Uh, when Ava and Helen meet, uh, and, you know, Ava was sitting on the car and Helen drives up to pick up and they get out and she's got groceries and they're talking about it. And that's where she says, "What you, you can't tell what you don't know. Mm-hmm. 
I thought right there, there's that little meeting between them. And she's asking, you know, do you know what's going on, all that kind of stuff. You know, it's better if you don't know these things. I thought right there you, you, we were seeing a glimpse of Helen's, uh, sorry, Ava's life. Because mm-hmm. basically what you're, what you're seeing is the archetype for me is you, meaning Ava can turn into Helen easily yeah. because they're living that same life. And I thought what they did with Ava was interesting because Helen doesn't want to know anything. And Ava says to Boyd specifically after that meeting with Helen, don't leave me out. I want to know everything. Yeah, because I don't think she wants to end up like Helen. So uh, I, I, that character thing, and she's is, the one who stayed alive. Exactly, but that's I think I think that's what was happening. I think if you, you know, when you break it down even more, I go that okay. Well, I don't want to end up like Helen, and Helen is going to end up dead. Not that she knew that. Not that Ava knew that Helen was going to end up dead. She just mm-hmm. knew she didn't want that life. Yeah. You're not going to escape it if you're involved in these kinds of guy with these kinds of guys. I mean, that's just that's the life. Yeah. You know, I I got she says I got him to stop drinking for a while, and uh, you know she got him to promise to quit uh, to not hire whores or uh, use whores. And does she really think that's going to stop him from you know ending up in a pile of uh, pool of blood somewhere? That's the one thing he can't. You can change them all you want, but that's the one thing you yeah. can't touch. He, he, didn't he just prove to her? He tried to change, and he kept telling her, look, I tried, but you are who you are. And she's still trying. She still thinks that she's going to save him. Yeah, well, good luck to her. Yeah, exactly. That's my <laughs> point. But, uh, no, astute observation. I can, I commend you for that one. That was, I went, looking back on it, I could see it, but definitely went over my radar the first time. Um, but... Let's get uh let's get on to Raylan. Yes, Raylan. Because that is that was a good plot line. Yeah. And of course, uh did we open up the sh- yeah, we opened up with um Raylan at the top of the show. Yeah, there was the aftermath of the shooting in the warehouse when the two guys were after him and he ended up killing them. Yes. And so he's dealing with um And we were posing the question in last week's show who was after him and none of us were sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even remember if one of us were thinking Gary uh, or said Gary. Nope. I don't remember that. No, we were all, it was either um, the Bennetts, Dickie, Yeah, or Boyd. we said somebody from Miami. And In fact, <laughs> they, as they open up the, the, the show when um, Raylan's talking to his former uh, 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 boss from Miami, he's, he doesn't know who it is, and he's asking. They're, they're trying to figure it out together who it could be. Yeah. So... So quite interesting, and then uh, we did. It's interesting because we did kind of get a foreshadow. Yeah, um, when he sees Gary outside and he, he approaches him, and uh, where is this? Which time? The beginning of the show. When he sees Gary outside. Well, not outside, but outside the room. Oh, outside of. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Well, I thought it was really interesting. If you look back on it, um, what did he say? Oh. Uh, when he's talking to the, the two FBI guys in the in the one room and they're trying to figure out who did it and and he says well, uh, the line he says is I'm trying to remember I can't remember the exact line oh they ask him if he any, if he knows anybody that's holding a grudge against him mm-hmm. and then they cut to looking out into the outer office and who and the and, and it's uh, Gary yeah. I mean, they basically told you right there, but I, I didn't really put it together, of course, until the uh, till yeah. the end of the, end of the show. Yeah, I loved how because um, yeah, you weren't thinking that you were just like. Well, what was interesting because uh, I think the reason is because we were in the eyes of um, of Raylan, 
Yeah. And although, yes, of course, there is that animosity. Yeah, and he has so many people who want him dead. Yeah. (laughs) And here's a guy who cried last week over... Exactly. So, you know. Yeah, you weren't expecting him. No, not At least I wasn't. I, you know, I... I guess if it was, uh, I think on my list he was way down at the. He was at the bottom of the list. I didn't even think he, he was non-existent on my list. So. He was a guy I know he hated and yeah. that hated him back, but um, I didn't think there would be anything like this. Yeah. Um, and then of course um, he gets a nanny. Yeah, he as, a as he nanny. puts it, <laughs> he gets his nanny, who he's gonna, you know, give the slip to, and they discuss it. <laughs> I, I mean, that's so. Those guys were great together. I love that. Yeah, really good chemistry. And yeah. I put down Honest Raylan, and then, unfortunately, I heard the word horny <laughs> from his nanny, so I put down horny. Because, <laughs> right, he said, this shit makes me horny. Yeah, I think that's what he said, yes. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, Raylan just to- totally takes justice and the law into his own hands. Yeah. Because I think this guy would have been willing to help him. Yeah, and and I don't know why he didn't just ask for his help. I, I is it you know what was the deal? Is it the lone wolf thing? I got to do this on my own. I mean, here's a guy who's you know he's a good lawman. I mean, I'm sure he's a, he and he's been there for you before. Why didn't he just say, hey, look, I got to ask some questions. I want you to help to back me up. Because I honestly, I think the guy would have done it regardless of what Art said to him. I believe the guy would have done it 110. percent He just wanted to. I mean, his whole thing was, I just got to stay with you. Right. You know, he wouldn't have gotten in the way. Yeah, he would have just stayed in the car, you know. Who wouldn't want that guy? That guy's a great sharpshooter. I would have had that guy in the car. Hey, if anything goes bad, you know, uh, take him out. Yeah. I wouldn't have left that guy. I mean, the only reason why I can think that Raylan was doing that is for two reasons. One, the lone wolf thing, and he didn't want to put the guy in jeopardy or put him in a bad spot where he'd have to answer for it later. Yeah. Again, you can't tell what you don't know. That's right. But um, that seems to be quite a theme. Yeah, and uh, we found out it was not Cubans. No, nope. I just wrote Cubans. Yeah, because <laughs> he gives him the okay. Do I have to really do this, or do I have to pretend I'm going to take a shower? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the shower. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the ice cream bit. You know, you knew he was going to give him the slip. He just didn't, wasn't exactly sure when. Do I look like the kind of guy that's going to slip out the window? But and there's just, no window. <laughs> there's there's back door somewhere. But. But yeah, it's just yeah. such a great line for the ice cream. Like it's got milk and eggs. Yeah, exactly. That whole that whole thing. I like that. I mean, they did a great job with the dialogue in that man. That was lots of fun. That was. That really was. <laughs> and the first one was too cold. You get freezer burn. Yeah. Or whatever. The second one. <laughs> yeah. But 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 besides, they have Gillies or whatever the hell that brand is. <laughs> that was nice. Good plug for Gillies. Yeah. Whatever it was. I like that. Um. But yes, and then uh, of course he he tells Unoma, you should probably stay away from me. But yeah. then after his sort of whole investigation going after uh, Mama Bennett, mm-hmm. eggs, um, the first thing he says, all right, let's go see. Really? I'm going to go check on her. Yeah. Right. Didn't you just say stay away from me? But she's got protection. And here's the thing. They keep talking about somebody have to kill him. And the first thing when, when at the, that night when he goes back to his place, they leave the door wide open. He stands right in front of it. Yeah. And then when they're at home at night at Winona's place... All the windows, all the blinds are open. You know, anybody can see in. In fact, that's how he sees the car standing out there. I'm going, does anybody really believe in protection here? I thought this guy was, you know, somebody's trying to kill him. Well, I mean, it's interesting. Uh, this is the sort of second time I've seen um, police protection in a few 
days. I mean, I saw Scream 4. By the way, amazing movie. Oh, John yeah. has to see it, as yeah. well as all of our listeners out there. Jesse and I saw it together. Very fun movie. Okay. But they offered police protection in there. And, uh, of course, being a horror movie, they it- sucked. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's it, that it's, drove me nuts. It's really thought, not. Come on, this is a smarter show than that. Who would do that? The well, first thing she maybe would do, they do. Maybe that's an accurate portrayal. No, of, the first thing they do is close the windows. You don't want anybody to be able to see in. You don't leave a door wide open when there's a guy trying to kill you. He's got a rifle. Just drive by. May, not anything. Well, you know what? Maybe it's uh, reverse the heat. Reverse like, okay. the heat. Explain. I'm gonna leave. Like okay. You would expect me to keep the door uh-huh. closed and the windows down, but that's cliched. We're gonna we're gonna now switch it up. So, so what's up? So, <laughs> so you're gonna switch it up. So you would switch it up because your life is on the line. Someone's out to kill you. You don't know who it is, and they've already made an attempt. Uh, it was, uh, and, and they they almost killed your former wife in the process. And you're gonna okay. We'll do a cliche. <laughs> That'll work. Uh, no, no, no. The cliches, yeah, uh, the cliche would have been to lock the doors, mm-hmm. but not cliche is not locking the doors mm-hmm. and leaving everything wide open. Yeah, okay. I still think, yeah, that's a good strategy. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Seemed to it did it not work? Well, maybe in the South, or maybe I should say in Harlan County, there's there's, there's some sort of you know Southern uh, hospitality thing. We won't shoot you if you leave your windows open and your blinds open. Maybe. All right. We gotta look that up. Yeah, that just drove me crazy. Come on, I hate that because it's a smarter show than that, and just little things like that just drive me crazy. Well, you know what? No one would do that. Uh, uh, yeah, but maybe they would, and maybe that's the point. Yeah, well, they wouldn't, and that's the point. So, I mean, maybe they would. Okay, but they wouldn't. I'm not even gonna argue this anymore, <laughs> viewers. If you're from the South, um, just email us if nothing else, and. Um, we want to we want to clear this up. Oh yeah. Okay. Now let's go to this. When Gary is the the morning uh, after they have protective custody, and Gary wakes up and he says, "You know, it's so nice to see your face." Whatever the reason, Winona. And then he says the whole thing about uh, I was I haven't been myself. Oh yeah. Please explain. You made a, a uh, comment as we were watching it. I don't know. I, you know what? Because because you tried. Girls don't really buy that. I mean, yeah. just just shut up. No, you're only digging your grave deep. Deeper, I should say, and uh, make yourself sound ridiculous. Just, just let it go. <laughs> just say I messed up. I'm sorry, baby. I know, like, just no. Yeah. Don't, so th- don't go there because it doesn't ever work. It doesn't. Don't ever, ever say I don't know who I was. I wasn't myself. Yeah. No. Because okay. that 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 only pisses off women more. Oh, right? From what I, I, I hear. never used that once. So I don't know. You know, maybe you sh- maybe you shouldn't because then you'll end up. I, I won't now that you've told me. I'm never gonna use that one. Never gonna use that. I'm gonna. You I know just, what? I'm gonna. Oh, baby, I was wrong, man. Let me make it up. I'm, I'm gonna. So I'm, sorry. I'm gonna ask your wife. Um, but for for me, I'm gonna be like, listen, I uh, I kind of said this to her, and I'll 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 get the scoop for you. For, okay, yeah, so yeah, whether or not you should yeah. be able to use, it. I'll get the scoop. for See if it works. Yeah, okay, nice. I, I appreciate. That. I'm going undercover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hope she's not. I she. I mean, I know she listens to after bus shows, but I hope she doesn't listen to this one. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll make sure she does. I'll tell her it's on. Jesse, late. edit this out. Yeah. <laughs> Clip this. Um. Anyways. Yeah. So Raylan's on. To, he goes to Meg's, finds out that Meg's and Meg's pretty straightforward, honest. I, I like that little tête-à-tête they had the two between them. Uh, <laughs> and did you do it? No. Well, you killed my son. 
but you saved me from having to have Loretta's blood on my hand. So that doesn't make us even, but I, I promised Helen I'd keep the lid on, and I meant it. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. And you see, I mean, here's a weird, it's the strangest thing. She's climbing down the ladder, and he helps her down. <laughs> this woman could have put a contract out. I mean, according to him, he thinks he might, she might have put a contract, and he helps her down. I mean, there, I just go, that's just odd. Don't you, didn't you think that's odd? What? The world would be a much better place if we all just shot each other. I know, it's other. a Southern What's hospitality, the... the civility or something, but I just it just cracks me up. You might have put a hit out on me. Here, let me help you down on the ladder. <laughs> I mean, so charming, so nice to each other. Indeed. I mean, I, I got nothing to say about that. That was weird. It's just nice. Yeah. Why can't we just say it's nice? John? No, it is nice. It's just, <laughs> I don't know if I'd be able to do that. No. Well, um, and I, we also see his hospitality come through when he finds the, I mean the guy's peeing yeah yeah you don't do you don't pee on someone's lawn <laughs> and then he puts him in the car nice and, and yeah. he doesn't hit him until he until, has to until, but yeah exactly yeah and even then it's just kind of like I get it it, it sucks to get punched like that but it's nonetheless just a yeah. clean punch yeah so and justified yes truly truly justified mm. never unjustified that's what we always like. So Raylan finally discovers who's put the head out on him and why it's going down. Yes, indeed. And uh, <laughs> so just I love how they set up all these things and how yeah. they sort of perspire. They never go as you would imagine. And What are you referring I was expect- to? You- like I was expecting one big shootout. But, right. uh, yeah. but nonetheless, I loved it because it was A, comedic. Yeah. Maybe because I have a deranged mind. Yeah. Yes, you do. Um, but be, you know, just the tension, the unspoken tension. Oh, the plastic and the being in the, uh, at the end of the show when they're in the uh, mobile home or whatever it is. Yes. The RV. Yeah, the plastic's all there. And you, it, I, I thought, you know, it would have been, would it have been justified to, for uh, Rainland to just open fire on these guys? Um, that's not, well, that's what I actually thought he was going to do. Because so did I, because they had the nice plastic up there. It would have been perfect. That and, uh, what did he say, um. Uh, he um in the car he said no we're not going to call the police because right. no, um, all they're going to want to do is arrest him yeah and I was like oh uh oh yeah that's when I thought okay he's going to open up uh, he's going to pull out the gun yes but to uh, the chambers but in true Raylan fashion and justified fashion he goes the opposite way and then uh you know when he's back with his nanny I'm going to continue calling yeah that's the good nanny. yeah I like that um so Gary's gone but you already knew that. Did yeah. you kill anyone? No. no. All right. At least that's good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to find out who's behind it, how much do you really want to know? Uh, you're right. Never mind. <laughs> and there's that. And that I think that answers why Raylan hasn't told him anything. Yeah. Well, you can't tell what you don't know. Exactly. And um, that sort of. So now that. Well, Gary's gone. Gary's gone. We think we we. It looks like for good because why would he come back? But he is kind of stupid. So well, he was told to go to Canada. He was told to get out of the country or wherever. Yeah, but he's it, like you said about Dicky. He's dumber. Is what you say? He's as dumb as he is stupid. Yes. Gary is thick. That man is dumb. I would go now. Oh, okay. and he's just standing. <laughs> so he doesn't really see what's going on here. Yeah. <laughs> Does not know that a Duffy was going to kill him. No, no. He uh, he needs to be educated. Yeah. John, you need to learn that boy. <laughs> that's uh, that's yeah. ghetto talk. Thank you. That's uh, ghetto talk. Yeah. Mm. 
Well, uh, I mean, any last thoughts before we head to a commercial break? And uh... No, I just really enjoyed that one. I, I was surprised by a lot of it, and uh, gratefully so. So I can't, look, I can't wait till the next one. All right. Well, with that, let's go to our commercial break. Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This yes. is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. It's television, and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's Shakespearean. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Find out why After Buzz TV is the number one source for after show content. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy... Nucky is a villain. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Your husband or your best friend? <laughs> the wig! The wig will come out. That wig. When the TV show is over, get your after buzz on. Welcome back. Hey, everyone. So we don't have, uh, Justify doesn't necessarily have news and gossip. So why don't we get it right into uh, predictions? Well, and now your After Buzz TV predictions. By the way, um, my favorite term for Rich, our announcer, is uh, comes from Archer, our Archer After Show, where we refer to him as the disembodied voice, <laughs> uh, which is awesome. Yes, and. Um, by the way, John and I were just actually talking about it. Uh, we don't do, we don't have news and gossip for Justified, really, apart from when we announced that there was going to be a season three, and we don't necessarily do a special segment. But um, uh, we've gotten a lot of fan mail where you guys want us to talk about um, pilot season in general, and yep. so um, given that we're in the industry, and so we'll either do that next week or yeah, for we'll, the finale. We'll make sure we include that. So and uh, but hopefully we. Uh, we got you some good stuff with the negation of negation yeah. and all that. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Um, but anyway, so two more episodes to go. The penultimate next week. The finale after that. Um, obviously, we've stirred up the pot. Helen is dead. Um, Arlo is going to be on the warpath. Yes, indeed. And, and no longer is he going to be getting a hand job from the, an angel. Hand job from an angel. Oh, and that's of course referring to Dicky, right? Because that's after the put. So, um, so what do you think, Raylan? Uh, is he going to be the reluctant hero up until the climax of the know. finale? I, I don't know how reluctant he's going to be. I think he's going to want. I think he's going to want to kill Dicky because I think he. I think he appreciated Helen. I think he really liked her. Yes, I think he's going to want you know revenge. But that's uh, that's going to be getting at Boyd's business. Well, yeah, but you know I, it's because he's getting tied up in that. So he's he's joined forces. Are we on Team Boyd with Raylan? No, I don't think no. Raylan isn't going to be on any of those. He's going to be on his own as always. He's never <laughs> going to join any of those guys for any reason. So he's a mercenary. Well, uh, no, because uh, uh, he's not for hire in the sense that you know uh, mercenaries are typically. But you know, again, I I always go back to the code that they're living by. He's got his code, and his code says he can't. I mean, the only reason why he would join with Boyd is, is to get a bigger uh, or to uh, uh, dispose of a bigger evil. Mm-hmm. Well, um, bigger de- evils are brewing. We see we see blood, yeah, and uh, we see a bunch of stuff. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a big yeah. We see Mags, uh, you know, pounding on Dicky. Is that what we see? Yeah, she slaps him. Oh, 
Yeah. Man. So he yeah, stirred up it's, that. It's pot. all going. It's going crazy. And, and it looks like uh, Dicky gets uh, he gets hauled into prison because it wasn't he just stepping outside the jail or the courthouse and on the courthouse of the prison. I think that's what they want us to believe. A lot of times this happens, but yeah. I think he um, he's going to get try to get someone out of jail. I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's Who always. Knows? They always like to tease you with something mm-hmm. like, oh, he's going to jail. And no, that's not going to be the case. Right. Um, but yeah, that's what. But it's, I like that Dickie, now that he's untethered by mom, because he, he, he doesn't care what he does, because look, you didn't give me anything. I don't have anything to, to fight for except for what, what I can. So it's good. He's a, he's a loose cannon. Yes, indeed. Well, we're, we're going to. We're coming up to the season finale, so it's all going to be awesome. We're going to hit the negation of the negation of the negation negation. It's going to be, oh, my God. And uh, once again, um, our hearts and, uh, what, what is it? Thoughts and prayers go Thoughts out to Stuart. Why do I say hearts? Family. Hearts, that's fine. Hearts and minds. Hearts and minds go out to uh, Stuart Lil and his family. And by the way, yeah. awesome name, so why not? Right. And of Hang course, in there, Stuart. Yes. We're thinking about you. And uh, for those of you listening, we appreciate your viewership. You are the reason why we do this every week. And keep those uh, emails coming to let us know what you want to hear. Exactly. And uh, all right, Jesse, take us out of here. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzzTV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.